Welcome to the show. We have a special guest, Dave Palladino. He's owner of Impact Zone in Norwood, New Jersey, and creator of Strike Zone. He's a fitness and mixed martial arts expert, uh, as well as a celebrity trainer. You're listening to Recommended Daily Dose with Drs. Clinton Coleman and Suraj Sugar, the not-so-average health show with a unique spin on what's making headlines in healthcare. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You have an amazing story. You want to tell us what your background is? We know that you, um, you know, you you train a lot of important people. Um, you do that now, and also, um, you know, how, how'd you just get started? Um, so I I wasn't in the fitness industry at first. I was actually um, a bouncer and a bodyguard. So um, I bouncer, bouncer, where? So. Probably every uh, major club in New York and New Jersey for wow. a long, long time down the shore. So the Jersey guys like shore, this acting up. Yeah, yeah. before the Jersey Shore came out. Right. So this is before, so you weren't throwing out the situation or Snooki and all these people. No, I, I was actually um, prior to that. Okay, gotcha. Right. I, yeah, prior prior to that. We were like the real Jersey Shore people. They were not even from New Jersey, those guys. <laughs> from Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's yeah, right. That's, that's fake. But you know what's interesting to me? I know you have a connection to one of my favorite TV shows of all time, of which I still w- watch religiously, you know, when I'm just hanging out, and Sopranos. Yes, I was their bodyguard for seven, eight years. Wow. So They're, was it Paulie Walnuts? I mean, who, who exactly are, were, you, were you the bodyguard for? So, any, so, okay, so I never did on-set um, stuff. That, so whenever they were on-set, they would hire municipalities to, like, Right, you know. right. So I, I would do personal appearance stuff. So I would get called whenever they went to a nightclub, a restaurant, Atlantic City, so it was all of them. It was Gandolfini, it was every single one of them. So I was I was with them a lot. Even Big Puss? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, he was yeah he was there a lot. <laughs> he was there. Did those guys need bodyguards, or they seem pretty tough on camera? Okay, so they're probably smaller than the women in this wow. room right now. Wow. They are not big at all. Wait, J- James was large. James is large. James Puss was big, right? I mean, he was big? He, he yeah, he was heavy, okay, but the rest of the cast is not big at all. I tell you, Paulie, I don't even know his real name, Paulie Walnuts, uh, yeah, so he, I, I know he was kind of a bad guy, tough guy in real life. If right? you see him, he's the most non-intimidating individual in the world. You would take his milk money. Really? He terrified me in that show, though. He was great. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> so these guys weren't like wilding out in, in, in the clubs or bars? No, no, no. I didn't say they weren't wild. I just said so they weren't. you had any crazy stories? Or? Uh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Like, for instance, I would... I take took, you out if you. So I took. I took. Ro- so how many I, people I, did you take out? I, I had to put them. Um, I was basically in charge of everything. So I, it's, let's say I had to get their rooms at the end of the night. Yeah. So I, I, there was multiple times when a few of the male actors would send me to the front desk and get twenty of the same room key. Right. And I would get twenty of their room key, and they would walk around, and go her, and I go here you go party afterwards. Here you go party <laughs> right, afterwards. Right. So at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, be ten girls prior to the you know to the room. So it was, you know, you know, that's not unlike actually when I'm out and about. With, that's uh, with, 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 I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, more him than me, really. But, you know. Are you going to get me in trouble? I'm handing business cards. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, you can edit that out later. But we're talking Sopranos. We're talking um, bodyguarding. But then how did you develop into fitness and what you're doing today? How did that evolution take place? So fitness I, and training. Young, so and at a young age, I excelled in sports. Sure. Baseball. And um, I obviously trained. At a young age, so I started to like the fitness industry. Did you play in college, or were you con- considering playing in college? I played baseball for like two minutes in college. I got hurt. Okay, uh, right. I got a bi- bicep uh, tear. Tear. Okay, right. Yeah. Not that one. That one's from 
a tournament, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. So, um, and then I came out of I came out of college, and then um, I went. I was into fitness. I started becoming a personal trainer, and obviously, I had to stay big and in shape for bouncing and bodyguard work. Sure, sure. It's kind of the image you gotta. So, I went into the fitness industry, and it evolved into from a personal trainer to a manager to now you know gym owner. Yeah, so I think the evolution is what we want to talk about today because um, I think you have your own ideas and uh, theories which you incorporate into your gym, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, correct. So, um, I, I well, like, what aspect are you asking me to? Well, like, what is what sets apart Impact Zone, right? The, your personal gym uh, from other gyms out there. I mean, you have uh, you know you have CrossFit, which is huge. You have Orange Theory. You have uh, you know, jazzercise, which Dr. Coleman enjoys. I mean, there's different <laughs> things that people do, but what is it about the Impact Zone that's so, unique? So, Impact so Zone, he's, he's starting I would early, like, right? to, see the, I would like to see the jazzercise, though, by <laughs> the way. We'll talk about that later. I actually would like to start that program in Impact Zone. So you say, okay. He'll be open to be yeah. an instructor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Impact Zone is all those things you named in, under one roof. Okay. So my my thought process, it's a full-service fitness center. Right. So my thought process was um, to, you know, corral all those under one roof, have all that programming so it's one-stop shop. You come in and you want to do cardio, you could do cardio on the machines, you want to get a strike zone class, and you want to get a rowing. It's, it's all under one roof. So what is strike zone? So strike zone is a, a program I developed about. 10 years ago um it's mixed martial arts with a strength and conditioning component in it so they're striking on the bags okay boxing right. kicking it's right. kickboxing class with a strength and conditioning component well, that's so good. so yeah so you're training like a fighter got it right right and have you i've noticed like an evolution in fitness so it used to be um you know more cardiovascular stuff um now there's more crossfit impact things have you noticed that and has that changed how you, how you implement the training So you mean programs. straight from an, either just running like and or lifting weights? I started with jazzercise. So I jazzercise. And then I, you know, I rode a bike, and now I'm doing CrossFit and mud runners and races like that. And it seems like that's sort of well, the Well, like basically cross-training, right? So instead of just lifting weights for the sake of lifting weights, you're incorporating um, compound body movements or you're comp- or moving, you know, utilizing right. like a pull-up to a, a, you know, like burpees or stuff like that. So is that what you're seeing or is that what's better for people uh, well, out there? You know, not to interrupt. So it all depends upon your goal. So right. if you're going to come in here and say, listen, I'm on a jazzercise. I'm not going to train you the same <laughs> way as uh, the jazzercise people are getting as, offended. As a baseball yeah, yeah. player. It depends sure. upon your specific goal. Right. But the industry, to answer your question, does change. You know, right. it's, it's gone from full fitness service gyms then you started seeing express gyms which were like the 1999 gyms say oh you don't have to take classes just come here and use our treadmills for 1999 and that was that was kind of like the allure like right right. and people like wow i don't have i I don't take classes i'll just use the equipment and they would flood those gyms but then they quickly found out that that formula wasn't working so they went back to full fitness centers and now a lot of boutiques are open up where you could go take a hot yoga where you could go take a pilates exactly but it's almost like you have to join five different gyms that have five correct and if people actually do the math like if they do the real math and they take a hot yoga class and i I don't know any yoga classes that are under twenty dollars so if they do take a hot yoga class they take a spin class somewhere else they take it for the week and it's four times that $80 $80 for the week. You times that by four, they're at $320 sure, a month. Sure. You walk in my place for 39 you get the whole thing. I mean, it's just, it's. It, but people like that little, I like the little boutique. But so now some people really like the niche of, of certain yeah, things. Yeah, but right? now it's just starting to go away, back to the full service fitness centers, which I believe will never 
ever go away. It's just right. never go away. They stand the test of time. Well, they have a good, great financial model. You, you have a subscription service, which I've had multiple ones, and I go for, you know, in the winter to try to get a little, uh, some cut. A little, little meat on those bones. A little right. meat on the yeah. bones, yeah. and then it, it drops off, but I'm still paying. You're still paying. Rent. You forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Express Gym's theory. The Express Gym theory, they, they, they survive on numbers so they want five thousand people in the building they could care less if you, if you ever come show around. up it's like a magazine subscription right right right. it's coming to your door it's 229 you're not going to cancel who cares about it right right but I, I, I so we're a little different we care if you use the if you use the gym we call we want to see results we more community oriented we like to know people so you know i i i, I tend to it, stay away from that and i know you've trained and we can talk about you know you and you continue to train uh, elite athletes but you know, unless you're a lead athlete, unless you're Clinton Coleman, like who is your target audience? You're talking about like, let's see, middle-aged people like myself who want to stay in shape, who used to be more in shape. But what is the kind of clientele that you know you used to find coming into your gym, or, or that you tailor your workouts for, or do you tailor for all different? Uh, it's 15, 15 years old to a hundred, so we okay. welcome anybody, all sure. fitness levels, sure. all. You know, so we, we don't deny. Yes, there are pro athletes in the building, mm. collegiate athletes, high school athletes. You know, but any anybody could come in that door and work out. Anybody, and that's who we cater to. And so, like, you do um, sports specific. So, let's say someone's a baseball player. I think you've trained. Uh, is that CC Sabathia? Is that yes. right? How would his workout and uh, you know differ from, let's say, a football player, lacrosse player, what have you? Well, CC Sabathia is a pitcher for the New York Yankees, sure. so you wouldn't have them, you know, squatting heavy weight. Mm. You know, you wouldn't have them doing you know football exercises. There's no reason for that. You just got to keep him general fitness, keep his arms good, and make sure his weights where it's supposed to be and right and um a football player obviously you know he's got to push the sleds is you know the protocol changes from athlete to athlete you can't you know you can't change them you can't train them the same exact way but see now I, I know you might think hey i look like a football player but actually i'm a runner i'm sure you, <laughs> right. I'm sure you could have guessed that but i when i read my you know stuff in uh, the running world they'll say hey you know squats and core exercises will make you a better runner so you mentioned squats but i've always been told that that's like the the godfather of all exercises, right? It's like the one you always do to have a good foundation for everything. But people hate it. I hate it. I mean, I go on there, you know, I just get pained even thinking about doing yeah, squats. Yeah, a lot of people hate squats because it's uh, I mean, actu an actual exercise. That <laughs> well, it's a compound exercise, right? Compound and when you're exercise. done, I mean, I'm not only am I in pain, but you're also breathing fast. It's, just, it's like an aerobic and anaerobic exercise all anaerobic at once. Ex well, you know, barring that you have no injuries, right. squats, very, very beneficial for anybody who's participating in any athletics. Mm -hmm. Because it, it's it's like you said a compound movement and it creates great strength. Strength creates speed, power right, you know, right. across the board. So if you could squat, you, you know that's a if you're a football player, baseball player, mm. wrestler, you know any any sport, you should be squatting. They actually said it can increase your testosterone, so that may help. Of course, with, with those with low T. Yes, yeah, yes. I don't have with low the low T. My teeth. I think that was. I, I, I didn't mean. I, I didn't mean to point at him. You know, I just saying. I just. Uh, you keep looking at him every time. <laughs> but for like for the general uh, person, um, you know, we do see benefits of high impact training as compared to traditional exercises. You know, with cardiovascular disease, um, you know, weight loss, strength and conditioning. Uh, but I, I'm sure you see the opposite where people have more injury or not more injuries, but certain types of injuries that they didn't get with traditional like running. You probably get uh, different injuries than you would doing something like uh, CrossFit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like a mystique 
you know, with, with CrossFit, everybody's like, uh, everybody gets hurt on CrossFit right. and, and everybody gets hurt. So, uh, look, if you're a carpenter your entire life, you're going to hit your right. thumb with the right. hammer. Right. There's nothing, there's no getting around it. That's going to happen. If you train and you work out, if you're a runner, if you're a ballet dancer, if you're a weightlifter, a, a powerlifter, you're going to have no some what type of, yeah. of, 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 uncomfortable soreness somewhere you know that's all part of the game that's all i mean that's part of the game but the benefit greatly exceeds that so if you know if you're not you know you don't not breaking stuff the benefit greatly exceeds that so if you're working out you know the benefits you guys are doctors you lower your your blood pressure more muscle burn burn fat it's a higher basal basal metabolic rate and it's also great for the head so you feel you look good you feel good and you navigate through the day a lot better feeling good and, and positive so you know we talked about you said all different ages um what about kids you have you are you yeah. said young kids in there. I mean, what's the right age for a kid to actually join the gym? Because you know my kid's now almost eleven. Uh, he's into tennis. He's into basketball. He's into running. Uh, but, you know, just only lately he said, "Dad, you know, when should I start lifting weights?" And I don't really know what to tell him. Yeah, so this has been debated since biblical times. But my 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 <laughs> my my thought process on this is: so yeah. I don't let anybody. 15 under 15 on the gym floor you by themselves okay right so they have That's to a be, safety issue though. correct okay. that's a safety issue because i don't believe they know what they're doing so unless they're with a parent a guardian or they have a trainer right but under that i have kids from eight years old up until eight years old already in the yes, gym training training now what a trainer sports specific though so let's say i'm swimming so, soccer or yeah um was a general fitness? eight to ten more balance and coordination stuff. Okay. That's what you want to work on. You know, more balance, coordination stuff and core. And then you can start, you know, gradually bringing them along into, you know, if they're, if they're a wrestler, you know, different types of, uh, right, right. You know, I have, I have a lot, I have some really good 10 year old wrestlers in, in one of my um, strength and conditioning classes. So that's incredible. Yeah. You could, you could bring them to the gym. Yeah. Because the myth used to be that if you were too young and it would stunt your growth, you know, lifting that's weights like, or doing too much strength, uh, that's 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 like eating fake. a sandwich and jumping in the pool and getting a cramp. There's no medical data to back that's right. that up These ever. are all the old, that's, that's fake. old tales you hear. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's, you know, the Jersey Devil. I, that's, you can chalk that up with that one. I thought that's real. That is real. Okay, I just, okay, just want to make sure. I, I, think, uh, I think Paulie saw it one time in one of the episodes. Paulie <laughs> and Chris. Yeah, when they, when they were in the Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens one. That's a great episode. Which is one, probably the best episode. That is the <laughs> best episode. <laughs> Don't they have a prequel coming up? They're working on that? A movie. There's a movie, a movie. coming out about um, like Junior's time, like when they were in Newark or something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is the best episode. That I is know. the best episode. All right. Hopefully. They're we eating the relish bags. The relish <laughs> the ketchup. Now, now, I need your help. So I know you have like four black belts. or, or It's four, right? One, two, three. Yeah, three and a, um, uh, a purple belt on the hands. Right, so I need you to teach me how to karate chop my, my co-host or like the Vulcan death grip or some kind of fancy thing so when, he's, when he's acting just, up. Just before you start, before I, don't want him to undersell, him, I don't want him to undersell himself because he has some undersell. very nice purple and gray belts and pink belts he wears uh, sometimes on his white coat. To brown. But you have more belts, oh, but, but we're talking black belts, and I have like yeah. regular belts. To Continue, hold my I'm pants. sorry. That's okay. So, Continue. so h- tell us the process the of getting death a... Grip, I can't show you because that's... 
That's secret. That's spot. Okay, okay. So, so I, I, I can't show you. The karate, traditional karate chop that everybody says. It's not good. That's like Captain Kirk. Like, that doesn't even, you know who Captain Kirk is? Of course, is? Yeah. 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 From Spock. So, so, uh, I, I don't know yeah. if anybody has ever, oh no, you know who did that? I think Ralph Macho, the karate kid, did that once, right? That's a real one, right? When he's, that's when he's battling. That was real. He, that no, that's the crane kick, or he's done the crane. The crane, no can defend. So if you do the crane, <laughs> no can. You should try it on the street. You get picked up and slammed on your head. Watch. So, <laughs> I have a fear, like. Finish him. Yeah. It's, it's pretty scary because a lot of people know, like, martial arts, and you don't know who knows martial arts. So Correct. It's crazy. If I'm out, I have a nightmare that I'm out, like, at a bar or a club, and, you know, what I get, time? I get what into What time it. is this happening around 2 in the morning? Yeah, and I so get in into it with a guy. So nothing good happens Are you still out at 2 in the morning? I'm usually asleep by 10. So usually I can use I can use my you know my blackness to try to fend off some you know I can talk, yeah. talk loud as to say you know deep voice yeah. but sometimes you know you don't know if you're gonna get like the little scrawny guy who knows you know mixed martial arts and you know it well it's put you down it's quick Dave you already know I'm yeah, staying away I'm not touching I'm not, this guy. I'm not, I'm yeah. not, but there's right. some people who are you know, stealthily. Right, so you can't mess with everybody. So how, how do we know exactly? Yeah. How do you know somebody's a martial artist? <laughs> you don't go in a bar at two a.m. Uh, right. I think I think that's, Stay that's home. nothing that's happens good, uh, good in a bar after twelve. Trust me, so I worked in him for fifteen. What's years. the process of training to get like a, the first black belt? The first black belt, right? Well, it depends upon the discipline. Okay, so, so it's it, discipline. It, it depends upon the discipline. So some people's belt structure is completely different than, you know, like for instance, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, you familiar with Brazilian yes, Jiu-Jitsu? Okay, so Brazilian yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, they basically don't have a testing system. You know, the the instructor will just look at you rolling with a bunch of other guys, and if you start tapping them out, you know, tap out, right. thing, somewhere along the line will hit you in the back with a belt and say, hey, you're ready to go to the next belt. My, one, one of my disciplines, there's specific testing all the way through, and then the other discipline mm-hmm. is... You get tested for your yellow belt, and you don't get tested till you're a black belt. Right. So, the, the so that's unlike, let's say, Taekwondo, right? Korean uh, martial no, arts, which uh, I think have very strict um, testing systems, or no? Yes, they have a very uh, lucrative testing system. Oh, okay. Tell yes. me about that because my we, very we, lucrative. Like so you're a, we fell into that trap. When right, we you're a white belt. So if you have kids out there. And you see Taekwondo schools with a white belt, and then you got to get ten red stripes before you get you. Correct. That's fifty dollar test, fifty dollar test, fifty dollar test. I see belts with more stripes than I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's a yeah. That's a, it's called a money making kind of. Thing. So not traditional. Um, like you're saying, that's more of just a way to just test and make money and make the parents happy and take pictures and give trophies. Oh yeah, a lot of trophies. Participation trophies are wild these days. So we're talking about. That's a, I think that's a good segue because I know you. Uh, we talked about kids a little bit, but um, how a little bit more about um, you know coaching kids and what do you? I think because a lot of our listeners out there, ourselves included, are, are parents. Um, I'm parent too. And so your parent? What is your? How old is your child? He's or five. Oh, five. One boy, yeah. So I have one. He's ten. Uh, what sports playing? I got him playing baseball right now. He'll he'll be involved in some martial arts. Or, sure. Because you know, sure. he's in the gym. He's exposed to it right. all day long. Right, 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 right. So my wife's think? a trainer as well at my gym, so he's, oh, he brings. Okay. Them, so it's a family. So. It's a family affair. Yes. So what do you think of people like me? My kids are both in sports, and I'm like so involved, and like Should he be they're playing a game, and I'm yelling at them. And Wait, you're that you, you, you are the guy parents. though. Please tell me you know that you're yelling not my the kid, guy in the not, stand. Yeah, that is screaming at a t-ball. It's basketball, but yeah, I screamed at that's t-ball you? too. Yeah, yeah he's you. the quintessential overbearing parent. So I just want the best old, for my child. Right, everybody does. How old is your child? Uh, eight and six. Eight and six. So I could tell you, um, and what sports do they play? Basketball and uh, tennis. No one is there giving out a scholarship to an eight and 
six-year-old. Right. Just, no I'm, I'm trying to live my life through the child, and I, you know, let the I know coach. if I can he put on the... He was a very late bloomer, so he missed the right. opportunity so to play sports. Let the coach, let the know, coach handle it. Always let the coach handle it. There's it's hard. Nothing, yeah. If there is nothing detrimental to your children, there's no pushing or shoving or, or really degrading stuff, my philosophy is talk to the coach. If you have a right. question, talk to the coach. I'll never let you fall at the wayside. Yeah. And then if you want to go home and say... Look, how did you feel in that batting stance? Maybe, maybe you know, maybe you were a little too close to the plate. I don't know. That's what I saw. Right. Go ask your coach. Maybe he can make that adjustment. Right. But that's what they need to learn. Because you send them mixed signals. And yeah, they can't run home all the time to mommy and daddy. You have to allow the coach to do his thing. And basically, these guys you have to respect. They're not getting paid right. on, on that level. Time, right? they're, fa- they're fathers themselves. Right. They're coming home from work. And they're sacrificing their family time sure. and their time to coach these kids on the field. So the last thing, the last thing that should be done to these people is like for parents to just like keep going out. And I see it. I see the t-ball. Mm. Right. I mean, t-ball. It's, it's ridiculous. incredible. Right. 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 It's it's, it's crazy. And you see the parents fighting, which I think okay. is, so is nuts. You're trying <laughs> you're trying to teach a kid to be coachable, right? And what what does that the mean? Best kid. The, I, some of my best kids are kids that are completely coachable like mm. you said they, they they come there they listen they apply themselves they go home and they practice what you tell them and they don't quite you know they don't question it they they show up on time they're dedicated they show respect they're, 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 also, I, I, right. respectful respect i'll take a hundred of those kids over the super 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 talented kid who has an attitude who has an attitude yeah, right no, I hear and that. it's a life lesson right you're teaching because in reality right, life we, skills right we always have to realize that the percentage of these kids are going to go on to play sports professionally. Otherwise, one percent or less, right? right? So or less. But these lessons they learn, right, will help them uh, in the business world, help them in professional For their whole world, life, their whole life, right? Their personal whole life. and professional uh, relationships, I, everything. Right. I get I get really really nice emails, text messages, and DMs from what? Like I just got one the other day from uh, one of my wrestlers that I uh, train. He he's a police officer now, and he said, without right. the training that I got from you and, and everything, this wouldn't have been happened, so I want to thank you. So those are the rewarding things. That's the really rewarding stuff that right, comes right. my way. You know, the stuff that I don't, you know, I don't share, but that's, the, you know, that's what it's all about. So if you, you could, you could help these kids, you know, get into the schools and, and if you can help them get scholarships too, by the way, in the sports, it's like, of course, yeah, yeah of course. That's, that's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And you have, I've been able to do yes, that. Yes, a lot, a lot. Yeah, I think we don't give trainers and coaches like yourself, uh, you know, a credit because you're helping people at such different levels of their life, from children to even, you know, middle-aged people like this guy. Who's saying middle-aged? You said middle-aged. Did I? Yeah, you said oh, I'm middle-aged. Oh, my goodness. true. That, that was, well, to older that people, you know, you know, deal with issues with <laughs> their health, feel apart. better, you know, because we think of it more of a physical thing, but it's also, a, you know, a mental thing. So spiritual you, thing. Yeah, spiritual thing. I call it a mental and physical development. How old are you, by the way? 60, 40, 45. 45? You, you yeah. called the middle. I'm 52. Are you, oh, all right. See? Age is just a number, my friend. <laughs> 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 got that but how, did you get, how did you get involved with training uh, athletes? And, you know, how's that, uh, is that something just by word of mouth? Is that something just by uh, the results you've had with other athletes? Or how does that come into play? So, so Jumping away from kids back again. That's not a problem. So it's a, fun, it's a kind of a funny story. So um, Chris Canty. Okay, yeah, sure. NFL. NFL football. All right, yeah. so football, and the Giants won the Super Bowl, right? He's a good friend of mine, by the way. Okay, right. He, uh, before I knew him, he was training with this with B.J. Raji, also the center for um, Green Bay Packers, and Justin Tuck at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were in a back training with some guy, and I was just observing it. And I was my personal opinion, to be politically correct, that what was 
being given to them was incorrect. Right? Was incorrect. Okay. Yeah. So I approached Chris on the side and said, "Listen, why don't you just show up tomorrow? Give me a half hour." Yeah. And he, since then, that was it. Wow. So I started training him, and then it just snowballed from there. He was like, "Hey, you got to go to my guy. Hey, you got to go to my guy." So you know, that's and then I just got the exposure. And so once you know the word gets out and you start training people and they get results and they start sure. performing better on the field. And that's how you get the athletes. And plus, so, so many of the Giants and I mean, Yankees live in this area, right? So yeah, they're mostly Alpine. Alpine or Eastern Bergen County yeah, or anywhere in Northern Bergen Closer County. Closer and sure. all, it's like right by, it's two minutes from my facility. So they live, they all live up there, a lot of them. So it's easier for them. Where can people find find you? Are you on um, social media? media? Where, where else? Website? On the, on the, so I'm on online. Instagram. Um, I'm on, obviously, Facebook. Their, uh, the website for the gym so the, my my Instagram, I'm just Dave Paladino on my Instagram. Right. Uh, same thing on my Facebook page. Um, and then there is a obviously website for Impact Zone. It's impactzonenj.com. So you can find me there. Um, or come by and visit me in Norwood, New Jersey. So you can come check me out there. We'll I'm, definitely check it out. I'm over in Ridgewood. We'll have like a pull up. Uh, you're close. This. Yeah, I want to come by. You're we, close too. I'm in uh, Allendale. So we could have, come by we're and close. have a pull up. Pull up push up contest. Push up contest. Push up. You wear your Lulu. Any thoughts? Do you like one versus the other? I mean, push-ups, pull-ups. No, they're both great. They're both, they're both body great. weight. Yeah, if you could do anything, you should do, we'll do push-ups, squats. We'll do squats. Ooh. Ooh. Weighted squats or body actually, weight? I think before. So, if I had to ask you, we, you know, you, you have limited time because as we're not just comedians here, we actually are physicians and you are. busy practicing like everyone else, busy, uh, professionals and busy. But we want to make time for exercise. I do run. I play tennis. Uh, he plays golf. But if you have, like, say, 25 minutes to do a resistance workout, what would you pick as your top, uh, you know, uh, moves or workouts? Body squats, push-ups, pull-ups. That's it. So, so pulling and pushing. Uh, gone are the days where you do biceps exercise. on Mondays, tries on No, Tuesdays. that's not gone. I mean, um, um, but when you're on you limited time. Minutes, no, I'm just right? saying. Though, is, oh, is there 30 a benefit? minutes, fine. But, uh, 30 minutes you could get a workout in. So but is there a benefit for that? Because I used to do back one day, yes, chest one day. It's resistance, so you build a muscle. No, but I'm saying as far as total body As opposed body to doing, workouts. let's say, a compound exercise versus like a just, you know, a bicep concentration curl. Or Again, it's... Like the situation dictate so the goal so if you want bigger arms and aesthetically you want you're going to do a bicep workout right if you want bigger triceps back or whatever you want overall fitness right i mean you got to throw buys in you got to throw tries in you got to throw your back in what about dips i always thought the dips, dips are great are some of the as best well upper body yeah, uh, dips, dips are great as well so when's the last time you did dip i do i actually do dips quite a really? bit yeah okay. running's really i good. dip you, i dip you dip i dip you dip dips really if you if you got to find the time though to work out, there's no excuse not to work out. So no, but you know, getting up in the morning, even just doing push-ups, um, pull-up bar, whatever, just in the morning, it's it's. it's I, I think that and I even tell patients that everyone can find time. You know, you don't have to be Everybody. as big as you, as in, incredible in shape as you are, but everyone can find that that medium level of fitness that will benefit them greatly, health and otherwise. Right. Um, and it doesn't take as much time as people think. Because, you know, if you tell people they need to spend an hour in the gym five times a week, it's going to be unapproachable for the majority of people. Really? That's going to be an unapproachable? Think about it. <laughs> think about it. So, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll crush that in a minute. Yes. But right. 30 minutes. Think about 30 minutes. Everybody has 30 minutes. There's no excuse for people not to go to the gym for 30 minutes. Or sure. to work out for 30 minutes. Sure. It doesn't have to be the gym. It could be bike riding. It could be tennis. It could be walking. There is no excuse. 30 minutes. Think about 30 minutes. How much time we waste in a day just yeah. watching Look at TV. You, 30 minutes is nothing for nothing. Yeah. 30 minutes walking for 30 minutes the benefits of walking is great so there's no excuse as for an hour I believe you have an, definitely have an hour to work out as well yeah. no matter how busy you are sure if you don't have your health you don't have anything no one's sitting here no one's having this no one, you don't have your health 
it's if you over. don't have your health, that's I think that's the perfect way to end this yeah. uh, fantastic show. We Please check out great Impact words. Zone, right? Put your 30 minutes, Please. hour there. Yeah, Dave, thank you so much for thank coming you guys. and talking to us Had a great today. time, man. Recommend Daily Dose. I'm your co-host, Dr. Surid Sugger. Dr. Clinton Coleman. Until next time, be well. See you next time. Check out recent episodes and learn more about these two modern medicine men and their podcast at holyname.org slash recommended daily dose.